Let's get nuts. Let's get the humping. What's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing today, huh? Uh, Welcome to uh, Film Junkie Live on July 6th. Wednesday does not feel like Wednesday. I keep thinking it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, but no, it's freaking Wednesday. Short week, which is great um, when it comes to, you know, short weeks and, you know, work and all that stuff. But man, I'm just all thrown off right now. What's happening, everybody? Who's out there, huh? Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you have the notification bell on, doing all that stuff. And, uh, you know, notifications, all the stuff. The sock meds are all down below. You want to support the Patreon, do that. And then, of course, follow me on all the other various stuff that is all around my face. What's happening? All right. I should probably turn that on. There we go. Hurry. hurry. Well, I, I try to hurry as fast as I could. Just sign cable up. <sighs> if only were that simple, right? What's going on, Ryan? Hey, we got Jay Sinise. If I'm saying that right, party time. All right. Let's see who else here, Jason. What's going on, buddy? Hey, regular Neil. Been a while since I've seen you, bud. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. What up? What up? What up? All right. We got Mr. Sly right here. What's going on, Jose? Let's get to that humping, right? Zed. Yes, yes, yes. Frantically editing. Okay. Get it out there. We got time. I talk a lot, so you know, you know how that is. What's going on, Stephanie T? Good to see you. We got Selena Kyle here. Hello, darling. If only that were the case, right? Hello there. Nighthawk, Stephanie, how's it going? Other Stephanie, or Steph, for short. My little nickname for Steph. Um, anyways, uh, Legend, Legend's here too. If I saw, there he is. What's going on, Legend? Good to see ya. All right. Really, uh, hey, I could. Rolled up sleeves and all that stuff. Definitely could do that. What are you talking about? Yes, yes. Draga, we got Draga here as well. We got Bringing Back Tomahawk. Oh, okay. We got Bruce Wayne here. That's always good. It's always good to see Mr. Wayne here. We got Rosemary. Hi, Rosemary. Hank Deasy, what is up? Faux Sheezy. Faux Sheezy. Hey, we got Captain Gator Girl right here. Good to see you, Nikki. All right. And we're good. We're good. I think we're all good. All right, guys. Hopefully you guys had a good uh, good uh, Wednesday. Like I said, we're already halfway done with this week. It's just blowing right by with the short week with the holiday and everything. Hopefully you guys had a good day. I had a pretty okay day. It was, it was fine. Wasn't as uh, crazy as yesterday, but, you know, it was, it, was, it was all right. It was all right. So, But, hey, you're here to talk about some movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, – we're going to be talking about more about, uh, hey, Fear Jason. He's not a new member. He's been a member for – Seven months. So thank you, sir. Oh, I should probably turn that on, back on. There you go. Seven months. Thank you for being a member. If you want to become a member, too, we do a members-only stream every Wednesday. So right after this, you guys could talk to me right after the show. Do all that. Pick my brain a little bit. We'll talk about some stuff. Uh, we got some interesting things to talk about. I mean, some things came out today that's not even one of the topics. I was like, I'm not going to make it one of the topics. But uh, we'll talk about it because it is part of the tweets. It is definitely part of the tweets. But I figured, you know what? 
looking forward to uh, Clerks 3. I was like, you know, I'll do a live reaction. There's a lot of trailers that came out today um, that will, you know, what's uh, the one with uh, Viola Davis? Um, I forgot what that's called. <laughs> I'm already drawing a blank on the uh, the title, but that one came out today. Looks awesome. She looks badass. Um, and then Amsterdam also. We'll talk about that as well. So I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, thank you for being a member there, Mr. Eric, for 19 months. Look at you go. Look at you go. You guys are awesome. I appreciate that. All right. And then, uh, yep, that's pretty much it. So let's get to these tweets, huh? Let's make sure I'm where I'm at. Nope, not quite. I was right there. Damn it. Where? Oh, 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 I had it saved, but damn. All right, never mind. Hold on. Give me a minute here. I thought I had it, but I messed that up a little bit. Here we go. We'll go. We'll, we'll get to there. We'll get to there. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, the Woman King. That's what it's called. Duh. Okay. Let's see what's going on. Let's see where we at. All right. This is a good one to start with. Good tweet to start with. All right. Let's get to these tweets. All right. You want to see what um what the 4th of July was like at Michael Bay's house? Not really Michael Bay's house, but my God, did you see this guy? Did you see this video? People, there's just some people that should not handle fireworks. All right. This is insane if you didn't see it, but check this out. So that goes off. Blows up on everybody. And it, they have fireworks over here, and then it gets lit up, and then here we go. Somewhere, uh, somewhere in the distance, Michael Bay is going, and cut! That was good! Jesus. Relax right there, man. <laughs> yeah, some people should not be uh, handling fireworks. <laughs> yeah, so all their fireworks, if you notice right here, they light off a firework right here. The rest of their fireworks are over here. So when this got launched up, you can actually see it. When it, when it goes off, first off, they messed up on that one. That one got messed up. And it launches right into this right here, so that's why it starts to light up on fire right there, and they all start going off. Right next to their car. And I like that it's brought to you by Simply Safe. That's right, guys. This video is brought to you by Simply Safe. SimplySafe.com for fucking idiots like you that are handling fireworks. Gotta love that. <laughs> it's crazy. Oi. Yeah. I'm, you know, they're lucky. They're lucky that the car didn't get like, you know, the gas tank didn't get tripped or whatever the fuck. You know, they're just lucky that that didn't happen. Hey, here's an alternate scene for uh, Multiverse of Madness right here. You know, when uh, Professor X goes in, you know. Great. Doing some moves in his uh, little floating wheelchair right here. I mean, come on. Look at that. That's right. He got a ramp and everything, doing tricks and everything. Can't even handle his stuff. So that was a pretty funny video. It was posted. And then we got David Ayer right here. He uh, Apparently, he's flying somewhere. Not sure where, but he uh, was taking some beautiful 
some beautiful video of the clouds right here. And I love, I love what he, what, I love the caption right here. Posted without any intent other than to share something I think is aesthetic. So make sure with that. Hey, 19 months for Mr. Jose right there. Celebrate your country by blowing up your car. America! But uh, yeah, we got David Ayer right here. Yeah, so nobody don't nobody overlook it. Don't 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 uh, think this is any kind of hint of everything. <laughs> but you know, the only intent is showing that aesthetic. So that's very beautiful right there. Oh man, yeah. If you, any Giants fans out there, which I know there's not, but uh, it was awesome that Hunter Pence, uh, one of my favorite players, I have his jersey, who is now retired. He was doing commentary last night on on last night's game and. Uh, it was great. It was absolutely great. And I wish you would do that some more. Do that some more. But, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. And we got our official poster right here of Harley Quinn Season 3, which looks cool. Bad is in full swing. Got everybody right here. Bane. Clayface. King Shark. We got Batman and Gordon right here. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, in this garden right here with both Harley and uh, Ivy on the swing right there. Love it. Got another poster for Clerks 3 right there. That's right, coming soon. Obviously, I'm going to be watching it. I do like the tagline that Kevin Smith put for this. They're too old for this shift. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I do like that. I do like that a lot. So that's good. And, uh, hey, we got, uh, the, we got the poster for Amsterdam. Also, this is one of the trailers that came out today. Today was full of trailers. Kind of nice. Kind of cool. But uh, we have the, uh, the new David O. Russell David O. Russell, that's right, David O. Russell movie, Amsterdam, that has this star-studded cast that has Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor-Joy, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, uh, uh, Andrea Rosenborough, Taylor Swift, Matthias, um, can't say his last name, Alessandro, Alessandro Navallo, Rami Malek, and Robert De Niro. That's right, yo, yo. Um, if you guys watch the trailer, it looks really good. Looks like Christian Bale definitely is going for that Oscar again because it's Christian Bale and he's looking really skinny again too. I'm like, yeah, I worry about that guy's health when it when it comes to all the weight shifting that he does. But uh, it looked really good. But if you notice, guys, if you notice this poster, what does it say when it says director down here? Okay, does it say David O. Russell? No. It doesn't say David O. Russell. It says from the director of American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook, which, of course, were nominated for Academy Awards and all the all the stuff because, you know, they're good movies. They are good movies. But the reason why they're not going to put David O. Russell's name on there, because he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> he's kind of not a good person. If you guys have looked it up, just type in David O. Russell, sexual harassment allegations, a lot of stuff. Um, there's been stories talked about where he's not exactly the friendliest director. I'm just kind of going, how does he keep on making these movies with these big ensemble casts? Why do they keep? And then repeaters, there's people, Christian Bale was an American hustle. Um, um, what's his name? Bradley Cooper was on both American hustle and silver, uh, linings play linings playbook. But, uh, yeah, if you actually look that up, I'm just kind of wondering how does this guy keep on? First off, getting work and getting this ensemble cast and is probably going to be nominated for Academy Awards. But yeah, there's a reason why they're not putting his name on the poster, apparently. And it's just kind of funny. But yeah, if you look that up and everything. So lest we forget his treatment of Amy Adams during the filming American Hustle, not sexual harassment, but he did kind of he was abrasive. Yes, she did mention that. Thank you, Eric. 
Um, yeah, there was no sexual harassment when it came to Amy Adams, but apparently it wasn't too pleasant of a uh, an experience sometimes, even though, God damn it, Amy Adams was superb in American Hustle. Jesus Christ. Ow! Man, those outfits that she was wearing, I tell you what. But anyways, yeah. Um, it's just kind of funny because with all the stuff that, you know, when it comes to harassment and everything like that, I'm just surprised that how is David O. Russell still able to pull this kind of stuff off? And apparently he's just not really the best person to work with. But, hey, what can he do? It's just kind of funny how, how that is. But I'll still watch the movie. Still looks good. If you guys haven't checked out the trailer, looks pretty good. So, And like I said, stellar ensemble cast. But David O. Russell, hey, uh, I think the clock's ticking, bud. Anyways, okay. And then we got a poster for the Munsters right here, for Rob Zombie's The Munsters, as you can see right here. Again, I'll, I'll watch this, looking forward to it. Kind of, you know, I like Rob Zombie. I like the fact that this is actually going to be pretty true to the TV show, even though I was more of an Adams Family guy, more of an Adams Family kid when I was uh, growing up. And I like this. The Oys! The Oys! Not the boys, but the Oys! That's pretty cool. I like that. And then if you wanted to know who was uh, playing guitar on that infamous scene in that last episode of uh, Stranger Things where, you know, you had uh, you had Eddie Munson fucking rocking out some Master of Puppets. Apparently, this is the guy who was actually playing, you know, who actually was doing like the notes, the close ups, the close ups, of course. So I was kind of hoping that, you know, what's his name? The actor was actually doing it, but he was probably just, you know, mimicking doesn't really know how to play guitar, but that's the guy who's actually, you know, full on. When you actually saw him doing the solo and everything like that, that's the guy that uh, that was pulling that off right there. So that's the double for Mr. Munson right there, which is pretty damn cool. So, yeah, he's the one. That's his fingers right there when he was doing that solo when it came to Master of Puppets. So, yeah, Eddie, guitar, hand double. Hand double. He's a hand double. That's who he is. Yeah. Exclusive. Um... This uh, We've talked about Stuart Beatty, Betty, whatever the hell his name is. We've talked about him before when he was one of the people that was pitching the Obi-Wan movie. Apparently, according to him, when it came to uh, the uh, who won, who originally won the fight against Obi-Wan in the early version of Obi-Wan Kenobi, apparently it was Vader. This is what he had to say right here when it came to uh, more details from his script right here. He goes, so it's actually... How I got it all going. I convinced them. I said to them, so the big radical idea was Obi-Wan must have left Tatooine at some point in these 19 years. And further than that, we must have had a confrontation. He must have had a confrontation with Darth Vader. And they were like, neither of those things can happen. I was like, well, no, that must have happened. And they're like, why? And I said, well... There's a moment in Return of the Jedi when Luke hands himself over to Vader and he says, there's still good in you. I still believe there's good in you. And Vader replies, Obi-Wan once thought as you do. And I pointed out to them that at no point do you ever see that happen in Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan just goes to Mustafar and they have a big fight and he leaves him to die. And they're like, oh my God, you're right. There must be, there, they must have at some point. So if anybody is still complaining about the whole Darth Vader and Obi-Wan facing off again before New Hope, shut the fuck up. Because right there, in the actual canon, in the original canon, he says, Obi-Wan once thought as you, that there's still good in you. 
And I thought they, you know, obviously we didn't see it in this form that it was originally supposed to be, because if you guys didn't know, I talked about it, what, last week or two weeks ago, that it was originally supposed to be a trilogy of movies. But, you know, Lucasfilm, they shit the bed. And, well, when it came to Solo and they got all they got all nervous and they decided not to do it, now we have a series, which, you know, that's that's good. But a lot of people were complaining, like, no, 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 there's no way that Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader ever had a fight before New Hope. Or, you know, after Revenge of the Sith and before New Hope. There's no way, no way that that, that ever happened. But apparently, he, he saw the dialogue. He really examined the movies and said, hey, guess what? That line right there proves that they came across each other once again. And I was like, oh, shit. That is true. So there you go. So you gatekeepers on Star Wars canon like it's the fucking Bible. Relax. Relax. But apparently when it came to uh, Darth Vader, yeah, he said, uh, and I followed up with, how does someone talk about Darth Vader betraying and murdering Anakin and actually believe it? There's got to be, there's got to uh, have been more there. And then Padme saying to Obi-Wan as she died in his arms, they're still good in him. And then the idea that he thought Anakin was dead, he thought he killed his brother this whole time. So she was wrong, but now he's alive, and oh my God, maybe she was right. Maybe there is still good in him. So where did Vader get the sense that Obi-Wan thought there was still good in him? Good in him? I was, it was really that line in Return of the Jedi that convinced them to hire me to write the story. Bam! And then it says, to me, Vader is in this period, uh, in this period is, is so obsessed with Kenobi, so obsessed with revenge that what... Without what you did to me, you know that he just wants to put a lightsaber to him. And he doesn't want this to uh, last another second. He wants to kill this guy. In my film, he was under pressure from the Emperor from the beginning. Forget Kenobi. Forget Kenobi. That's Anakin. Let that go. Focus on the present. We've got this problem and this problem, this problem, you know, and Vader just can't let it go. And then when it talks about, you know, all the, you know, continuing on, I said in mine, he really did believe that Kenobi was dead at the end, which was the thing that allowed him to finally get finally let Kenobi go and focus on ruling the galaxy with an iron fist, because it always seemed that in A New Hope, he was shocked when he was like, I sense something, a presence I haven't felt since. So, yeah, when it came to Stuart right here talking about Obi-Wan, he actually had where, yeah, Obi-Wan kind of fell off like a cliff or something like that and vader presumed him dead so yeah i could see that's actually a, to me that could be a little bit better but at the same time i do like that scene in the obi-wan series where you know his helmet is sliced and and they have that exchange so i thought that was actually uh kind of kind of interesting so so i always felt that that was a moment when he suddenly realized oh my god he's alive i mean in the next scene he's talking to tarkin and tarkin's like what no he's dead he's got to be dead you know but no 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 he's alive so i felt that was justified and really the only way that vader would have stopped hunting kenobi is that he believed kenobi was dead see that's what's see that's the thing though when it comes to the obi-wan series he still have the, he still has the uh you know, at the end, the last scene that we see with Vader, sadly, he's still like, ugh, we got to get this guy. But are we not going to see any more of that? Are we just going to move on? What's going to happen with it? I don't know. But I think Mr. Stewart, Beatty, Betty, whatever the hell his name is, I think he was on the right path with not really messing with the canon and kind of doing a good job. But, you know, Lucasfilm decided, hey, we're not going to do that. <laughs> We're going to do something slightly different, but at least there was that, right? At least there was that. 
kind of explains a little bit. So, yeah. Okay. And then here it is, guys. Here it is. Told you guys. Things behind the scenes were, were, uh, were happening when it comes to Ezra Miller. And here it is right here. Flash Film News um, has obtained a, a Santa Monica police report that contradicts previous claims. That's right. So, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, what's going on with Ezra, when it goes, when it goes on, uh, when, it, when it comes to Takata, Chase Iron Eyes, all that stuff. First off, Chase Iron Eyes, that guy is a piece of shit. Just saying. He's really trying to capitalize on this and really trying to, I don't know what the fuck is happening. But, um, you know, there's a whole conservative ship that they're trying to get on his daughter and everything. It's all just pretty crazy. But like I said, guys, we have to just be patient because shit's going to come out. That's going to that's going to be in favor of Ezra Miller. So here it is right here. The police report uh, bullet points right here that they posted PR initially filed by Chase Iron Eyes, not Sarah. Uh, Ezra closed a door on Sarah, not repeatedly slammed. That was the claim that he repeatedly slammed the door on her, but that didn't happen. Police were not at the scene. No mention of Gibson or Ezra pulling a knife. So here's the incident report right here that they posted. Shows all that. Of course, there's going to be some things that are redacted and everything, but it says right here, RP's daughter and male subject attempted to leave location in an Uber, Uber RP Attempted to intervene and prevent daughter from leaving. Vehicle door was slammed on RP's arm and she was shoved away from the vehicle. So, yeah, there were still some things that happened with there because, you know, it does happen. But, yeah, so the claim was uh, here's the uh, the text message right here. Hey, photo. And this is to I think this is to Chase Iron Eyes, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I think you have the wrong account. Uh, you are working against Ezra Miller, right? He kidnapped Takata and Chase said, oh, no, this is not to Chase. Yeah, uh, he kidnapped Takata and Chase said, you may be helpful. Oh, yeah, right, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he assaulted her in the street and slammed her arm in, inside a door and pulled a knife on her. Nothing about the knife. Nothing about the knife right here. It even said it right here in Rolling Stone. But as it's highlighted right here, Takata pulled out a knife threatening their mother. Nothing about the night. Uh, then, of course, it's saying right here, Ezra was slamming the door on me, on my arms, slamming the door on my arms, jumping uh, eagle said. I started hollering, Ezra, stop. The police eventually came out. Ezra and uh, Takata had gone. So it's just more stuff that's coming out. Like I said, there's even more stuff that's going to be coming out. Ezra brutally and repeatedly slammed a door on Sarah's arms. So, yeah, repeatedly slammed the door. That's bullshit. That's what was in the Rolling Stone article. But of course, as you could tell from the police report, it was just one little slam. And, you know, who knows? It was probably an anger or whatever the hell and probably didn't mean to. Uh, Ezra probably didn't mean to do that. But yes, this is what um, this is what came out. This is what uh, Flash Film News had at their disposal right here. And then, of course, it continues right here. May 31st, Londie Germain, uh, Keep Siegel. Jeez, these names. I tell you what. Through a private DM on Chase's behalf, claimed she was with Sarah Jumping Eagle and Ezra pulled a knife on Sarah. However, she's not mentioned in the report nor in any other published article. And the report does not mention Ezra pulling a knife. Yes, they claim that Ezra pulled a knife, but there's nothing on the report that says that. June 9th, 
Rolling Stone first reported on the in, on this incident in Santa Monica, which stated Sarah initially filed a, the police report. The report shows Chase initiated the filing. Upon our arrival, we met with RP, later identified as redacted, advised that he arrived from North Dakota. June June 11th, Chief Bear Cross wrote the last wrote the last Real Indians and publication owned by Chase. Yes, he owns a publication, by the way, that's posting a bunch of nonsense. Claiming Ezra slammed a car door on Sarah's arm multiple times and Gibson, not Ezra, pulled a knife. Per the report, the vehicle door was closed on redacted right arm. No mention of a knife. July 1st, in an interview with The Independent, Sarah claimed the police eventually turned up at the scene, but Ezra and Takata had already had already gone. However, the police report shows that police showed up to the 662 Ozone Street, six minutes away, six minutes away from the incident. Though an altercation did happen in Santa Monica, details from May 29th incident changed multiple times. Since May 31st, third parties on Chase's behalf have made unsubstantiated claims about the incident via private DMs and publications. That's right. So yeah, more stuff coming out. Hey, and then Saggy is here, who, uh, if uh, you're paying attention to what she's posting on her channel and her and her uh, Twitter, you know, she's she's posting the bullshit, too. How's it going, Saggy? Um, good to see you. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you have, if you're not following her, she's really when it comes to the incident, when it comes to Ezra and all the incidents and the people involved. Yeah, she's got a lick on that, too. So uh, I think uh, you're doing some some. Uh, some streams and everything, and she's kind of uh, bringing to light more stuff that I that I don't even know, you know, when it comes to this stuff. So, yeah, when it comes to that vintage devil uh, person, girl, whatever the hell, uh, you know how she was on Enosh's channel. Enosh interviewed her. Apparently, that all went sour, and uh, yeah. So, if you're not following Saggy, she's got some stuff that she's doing too. So, she's covering a lot of this too, and really backing up Ezra. Like I said, guys. This is just the first little wave of things that are going to be coming out that's going to be in favor to Ezra. Not saying that, you know, obviously slamming a door on someone's arm, not a good thing, yes, but they claim that it was repeatedly. Like, he, boom, like he did a fucking uh, um, Fisk kingpin on goddamn, you know, Daredevil and, like, was slamming someone's head in the car door like crazy of their Escalade or something, you know? It's like, no, it wasn't like that. No knives, no nothing like that. I'm just saying. Crazy. Yeah, so, like I said, Saggy is in more of the know when it comes to a lot of the bullshit. So if you want to uh, check what she's doing out, make sure you uh, subscribe to her channel, follow her on Twitter. She's really been going after the BS that's been spewed out there. But this is just like the first little wave that's going to be coming out. A police report right here that uh, Flash Film News has obtained legally. So if anybody, I know some people are like, why do they put their watermark on it? Yes, I know. And I complain about watermarks too. But the thing is though, guys, they obtained this themselves. People behind this account really did obtain that. So I can understand why they put the watermark on it because hopefully websites, websites out there will start, you know, hey, you know, we got this police report that totally is just like negating some of this other stuff. And I can understand why they put maybe the watermark on this because they obtained it legally themselves just saying like i said i told you guys stuff was coming out so anyways ezra 
Still got some time. Hopefully, the stuff that continues to come out will help shine the light on the bullshit that is happening with this situation. So, okay. That's done now. All right. And then we got, um, we got Super Pets posters, which, you know what? I'm looking forward to this movie mainly because of this. Because uh, the Bruce is loose. That's right. I mean, they're definitely doing with uh, the alliteration right here. But uh, Keanu Reeves voicing Batman in Super Pets, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. When I mean, I was kind of like, all right, maybe I'll check out this movie. But when we found out that Keanu Reeves is voicing Batman and we saw the uh, little trailer with him as Batman, I went, okay. I am looking forward to this movie. Apparently, it's tracking pretty good. Hopefully, it does. I, you know, and I've made the joke that I wouldn't even be surprised if Super Pets does better than Black Adam, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, we got numerous uh, character posters that came out right here. Lois Lane, Olivia Wilde. That's who uh, she's voicing, Life in the Fast Lane. Zing. There you go. And then we got Aquaman right here, which is Jermaine Clement. Uh, Bring a towel. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're going to get a little wet when it comes to uh, Aquaman. Flash. John Early, keep up. There you go. Cyborg, he's had some work done. Yes, he has. David Diggs, like it. And then, of course, we got our Green Lantern right here, Dasha Planko, ready to glow. So, yeah, numerous um, character posters. I think there was a couple more, a few more. There was one for, you know, Superman and uh, Wonder Woman. I didn't retweet them all, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually kind of looking forward to Super Pets. I just, I mean, again, Keanu Reeves voicing Batman. That's what did it for me. That's what really did it for me. And again, I think, I mean, there's a possibility it might do better than Black Adam. I'm just, oh, sad, sad if that's the case. But, you know, you never know. National Treasure Edge of History Disney Plus series will start revealing its secrets with a sneak peek at Comic-Con. But apparently it doesn't have Nicolas Cage. Why does it have it? Come on. Oh. Doesn't have Nicolas Cage. Why? No. I don't know if I could watch this if it doesn't have Nicolas Cage, but apparently they're they're supposed to be doing a third National Treasure movie. I don't know. Eventually, who knows? I don't know. But, uh, hey, I mean, I guess it could be something fun. We have a new look at the prequel comic for The Flash. This is drawn by Juan... Verare, I don't know, I can't, you know, I'm bad with last names, but uh, Mr. Juan right here. There's a little headshot right there of uh, Barry Allen. That's cool. Hey, who wants to uh, buy George Clooney's infamous bat suit? That's right. Nipples and everything for $40,000. Anybody? Let's, uh, let's come on. Let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Hey, Wonder Meg's here too. How's it going, Wonder Meg? Good to see you, Meg. Um, if, if we all just want to pull your money, just, you know, start sending, you know, a bunch of super chats and uh, I'll buy the uh, the infamous, you know, I'll buy this bat suit, the George Clooney bat suits with the nipples. You know, casual Batman can wear it. You know, just start sending us, you know, just numerous super chats. Maybe I'll do like uh, on this week's vodka stream, we could do a uh, nipple bat suit um, charity so we could buy this thing for forty thousand dollars. I think we could do it. You know, why not? Just saying. But, yeah, that's what's happening right there. So, apparently, that's going for auction. I wonder if it's going to go up in value at all. Maybe it will. I don't know. Uh, And then I like this right here. I mean, let's face it. When it comes to, you know, 
the Batman that are currently out there. I mean, that, you know, the live action Batman. These four are the top. I mean, they are. I mean, in my eyes, they are. You know, nothing against Val Kilmer or George Clooney or Adam West. But, you know, let's face it, Michael Keaton, you know, the you know, the original cinematic Batman. And, of course, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Batfleck, which is still my favorite. And then, of course, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson right there. Showing their various different uh, stages of looking at their costumes right there. So that's pretty cool. And then what the fuck is this? <sighs> All right. Um, I mean, we're going to be talking about Thor, Love and Thunder, and I'm going to be seeing it this Thursday. But uh, I have to, I, I just continue. I, I just I just don't know about that. You know, ugh. did you guys see this? So uh, Entertainment Tonight, uh, they had a little set visit when it came to uh, Thor. Love and Thunder, and apparently Taka Watiti and Chris Hemsworth gave a little tour of New Asgard. And when it comes to New Asgard, yes, that's right, guys. In New Asgard, they have an ice cream shop that is called Infinity Cones. Infinity Cones. And you literally have Thanos' gauntlet holding an ice cream cone. That's right. So in New Asgard... They have an ice cream shop that has the very weapon that wiped out half the universe as a gimmick for an ice cream shop. Zing. <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie, again, and this is what I said in my tweet, this movie, this movie is one of those movies that you see, that you would see in the boys' universe as a preview for one of the superhero movies. It's that ridiculous. That ridiculous. That's right, guys. An ice cream shop in New Asgard literally has the very weapon that wiped out half of the universe. <laughs> Jeez. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, this movie is just, yeah, I mean, I'm just so, I mean, again, I'm going to probably have two beers before I go into this movie. Hopefully I won't have to pee. It's a very short movie for, uh, you know, one of these. It's only two hours long. Less than two hours if you don't include the credits. But, of course, there's the post-credit scenes and everything like that. But it's just like, it's kind of funny because when I posted about this, yeah, thank you, Tony. They went full fuck, fucking spoof. You know, when I when I, um, uh, when I I posted this, oh, man, I had some Marvel fanboys that weren't too happy. And they were pushing back against it a little bit. One guy blocked me because he was trying to say that this was honoring the Infinity Stones bringing people back okay it was kind of funny this i don't know who this guy was but he was saying like no 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 it's honoring the infinity stones to bring people back and i'm like no 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 if that was the case then we'd see the iron gauntlet the one that tony stark had to bring people back not the one that thanos wore to wipe people away and of course he blocked me because his argument was fucking stupid because that's just the way it is sometimes when you're trying to, you know, and I don't even really give a shit. It's just a, it's just a fucking gag. It's a gag in a movie that's full of gags. That's it. You know, it's really not that serious. I just thought like, wow, really? They actually have this in new Asgard. It's that wacky. All right. All right. Whatever. Again, I'm walking into this movie just going, all right, let me just have a few beers and maybe I'll enjoy myself. But yes. There you go, guys. You will be able to see Infinity Cones and the fact that it's in the same font as the Avengers title. Very meta. Very, very meta. So there you go. All right. 
Hey, we got a new trailer for Bullet Train. Did anybody know? There is no Did anybody know that Sandra Bullock was in this? I totally forgot. Think. I think I might have heard that at first, but look it. There was a little Sandra Bullock's in this fucking movie. So is Michael Shannon. I can't wait for this movie. It's going to be great. I have a feeling that Bullet Train is going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Sandra Bullock's in this movie too. Crazy, crazy. Uh, the Daniels, who of course directed Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, they pulled back on the whole sequel talk. They said, must have been back in March when the idea of a sequel was especially comically far-fetched to us. So don't expect the sequel to Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I say good because that movie's fan-fucking-tastic. Love this movie, and there shouldn't be a sequel. You keep it where it is. I hope the Daniels continue to do more original shit. We don't need a sequel to this movie at all. Please. David Harbour, he uh, reached out to Ryan Reynolds for career advice after Hellboy bombed. Did you guys read this? This came out over the weekend, apparently. Uh, but yeah, he, um, you know, Hellboy, the new Hellboy, we all had high hopes, but, you know, studios don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to these goddamn IPs that they own. They just don't know what to do. They get scared and they start making demands and suggestions and notes to the director. And then it gets all fucked up. We've been to this many times. Obviously, you know, the victory that we won when it came to the Snyder Cut, we got to see that vision. But sadly, there's other directors that aren't going to get their actual vision out there. And I had a feeling that Hellboy, this new Hellboy with David Harbour was probably going to be something pretty cool. And I remember the last scene of the movie, I went, holy shit, that was really badass. And there's some scenes in there that I thought were pretty cool, too. But, yeah, poor David Harbour was like, he called because apparently he knew, you know, he knows Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is a friend of his. And he says, I know Ryan a little bit. I called him and I was like, hey, man, I just need to know something. You know, Green Lantern, huge flop for you. What the fuck is that like? Because I think I'm going to hit that right now. Am I going to be okay? Am I going to survive this? David Harbour was so worried that his career was over <laughs> for Hellboy that he called Ryan Reynolds and went, hey, how did you handle the flop that was Green Lantern? Sadly, we don't get the, uh, he didn't say the answer. He didn't say what Ryan said, but I'm sure Ryan being the man that he is and, you know, if you look at the way that he markets his stuff like that, I'm sure he gave him a good little pep talk and said, hey, you're going to be fine. You still have stranger things. You're okay. You're going to be okay. So don't worry about it. And David Harbour, he's okay. Because Stranger Things, it reached a billion views or a billion hours in views or whatever the fuck. You know, season four, he's fine. But yeah, poor guy. You know, you feel for that, but it's just funny that we reached out to Ryan Reynolds. Dude, you were in a superhero flop. What the fuck? That's funny. I like that. And, and no, and, and guys, no, 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 no. I don't know why this is even a thing because there was like one, one tweet that came out about this and it was ridiculous. But no, 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 no. This is not actually true. I don't see anybody really talking about this. In recent days, fans have been expressing interest in Elliot Page to replace Ezra Miller in the role of The Flash in the DCU. The actor who is currently... Uh, who's currently at the Umbrella Academy, previously worked on the X-Men franchise as Kitty Pride. But, 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 but as, okay, but you can't say, you can't say 
you can't go back and watch uh, X-Men Last Stand and look at the, 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 the credits and see the different name. You can't say the different name. Don't say the different name. You might get canceled, banned, or whatever the fuck. But I'm sorry, but no, 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 no. First off, Elliot Page, five foot one and like 94 pounds. I don't know if we want to flash like that. Okay, not really. No, let's, let's not go this far. You know, nothing against Elliot Page. Nothing against, don't worry. Not saying that, but no. And, uh, you know, and some people, you know, we're saying like, oh, are they just doing that because they kind of look like each other? I don't nah. But then the person who tweeted that was really saying some awful shit that you shouldn't compare Elliot Page to Ezra Miller. And I was going, holy shit online. What new? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't uh, I don't know about that. I'm not I'm not now. No, I think Umbrella Academy. People are still enjoying that. Elliot Page, still good with that, so we're good. We're good. But yeah. Yeah, don't uh don't dead name. He'll get banned. Apparently. Anyways. Okay. So I just yeah, that was like a thing, and I'm like, I don't know if fans are really saying that. I've been seeing a lot other people that have been uh suggested to uh take over the flash. But there was like one particular tweet that kind of went around that was suggesting that Elliot Page be um, be um, the, the Flash. And I'm just kind of going like, mm, I don't know about that. Nah, I don't think that's happening. It's not happening. Um, you know, again, nothing. Uh, you know, Elliot Page, great actor. Enjoyed many things that he was in before. Um, yeah, Inception. Juno. A lot of things. So, anyways, I'm trying not to get canceled here because, hmm. <laughs> anyways, okay. So, let's get to it. Let's get to the main topic here. I talked about this yesterday briefly. Um, this is one of the topics uh, when I talked about HBO Max restructure yesterday. Um, I did bring up a Bloomberg article that talked about Dave Zaslav, talking about, you know, the future, the future, the future is now. Um, um, Prestige worldwide. Prestige. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, little Step Brothers reference right there. What's going on, ACS? Good to see you, bud. Uh, let's see here. So we got David Zaslov. Now we're just going to be talking a little bit more about this when it comes to this Variety article. <laughs> Dave Zaslov sees opportunity amid industry turmoil as moguls convene in Sun Valley. So we kind of talked about this briefly when he talked about CNN, which we'll kind of talk about that again. But uh, this article, you know, kind of broke some more things down uh, after I did talk about it yesterday on yesterday's show. Sun Valley, Idaho, David Zaslov was upbeat as he arrived in Sun Valley, Idaho on Tuesday for Allen and Co.'s gathering of media of business, media and tech moguls. The Warner Brothers Discovery CEO had kind words for Netflix and Stranger Things, and he told reporters that he expects the annual summit to be a great week and amid amid a lot of turmoil in the business. Zaslov indicated that Warner Brothers Discovery is weighing quality versus quantity concerns as it plots strategy for the combined company's streaming future. Quote, that means I think a lot of opportunity that that means I think a lot of opportunity that he told Variety. 
as he pulled up and blah, 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 you know. And Warner Brothers Discovery got great, got great, <laughs> Warner Brothers Discoveries got great quality content. So I think the world has changed. And it's not about how much, it's about how good. That's right. Sometimes you got to think quality over quantity. Yes. Netflix was all about quantity over quality. That's why Netflix is kind of bleeding right now. And the cash flow is not that great. So I think the world has changed and it's not about how much, but it's how good. And so we're pretty excited about our new company and getting to see everybody in this beautiful setting. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So what he said, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's pretty much, you know, what he's saying right there. And then, of course, uh, formerly the uh, CEO of Discovery, Dazlov, has been running the renamed Warner Brothers Discovery since the acquisition of Warner Media from AT&T closed in April. Among Zaslov's first moves at the helm was to hire Chris Litcht as leader of CNN chief following the ouster of uh, David Zucker earlier this year and shuttering the cable news network's short-lived streamer CNN+. On Tuesday, Zaslov responded uh, to a question about recent ratings trends. We kind of talked about this yesterday when it came to the January 6th hearings last month, along with the rest of the news world. And he said, I think Chris is doing a great job pivoting CNN journalism first. America needs a news network where everybody can come and be heard. Republicans, Democrats. And I talked about this yesterday. Right now, when it comes to our media, it's very much, it's either right or left media. That's why we say that. We have conservative media, we have liberal media, and sometimes I'm just going, are you guys fucking seeing the same shit I am? You know, and that's what's sad, because now people take the sides, we're very tribal, it's like we're rooting for our teams here, and that's why we can't get shit solved. You know, when it comes to anything that happens in this fucking country, I swear to God, anything that fucking happens, everybody's just like, you know, hey, was that your guy? That was your guy. That's right. Fuck you. That was your guy. You know, it's always like everybody's pointing. That was your guy. No, that's not my guy. That's your guy. You know, it's always that. And I hate that. I fucking hate that. So if, if you can actually, if, if Zaslav can reel in CNN and be like, hey, can you get back to just reporting the news and not just talking opinions about, you know, your side. I mean, there's so many times where I'm like, you know, in the past like few years where I'm going, what the fuck? CNN, what do you even watch? What are you, are you even seeing this shit? It's crazy. Uh, let's see. I think uh, you're seeing more of that on CNN, hopefully. I th- because CNN used to be like respectable. Everybody used to, I remember my, 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 you know, growing up, my dad used to watch CNN all the time. Jesus Christ. I watched his Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest news brand in the world with the greatest journalists, and we're going to lean into that. We're not going to look at the ratings, and in the long run, it's not going to be worth more. So he's talking about that. Ratings. He's just trying to be like, all right, we have to have a quality product. We have to have a quality product. This has to go with the movies. This has to go with what's happening with the DC universe, whatever is trying to be right there. Obviously, I've told you guys that they're looking for a DC head and nobody wants a job. And then I thought, and then I was catching word that maybe somebody's going to actually take the job. But now it seems like it's back to the whole thing of like, nobody wants the fucking job to run DC studios or films or whatever the fuck. So we're still stuck with Walter fucking cocksucker Hamada. That's what sucks. 
Speaking of competitors, Zaslav answered a reporter's query about how Netflix's experimentation with roll with rollout strategy for Stranger Things season four, which was broken into two volumes released just over a month apart, might affect Warner Brothers Discovery's own idea for rollout across its streaming platforms. And he said right here, Stranger Things is great. Great. Terrific show. And Netflix is a great company. Reed and Ted. Speaking, of course, of Netflix co-CEOs, Reed uh, Hastings and Ted Sarandos, both of whom arrived at Sun Valley Conference earlier uh, Tuesday. And I think if we do quality content that people love, we've got to create more content that people will pay for before they'll pay for dinner or they'll rush home to see. And that's our focus. Great storytelling. And that's what Netflix is focused on. Well, maybe right now. They, they Netflix was... You know, original content was, yeah, Jesus Christ. It was not that great sometimes. Even though I like watching shitty sci-fi movies, I don't mind that. But, yeah, there were sometimes were like, oh, my God, how much crap is on Netflix right now? And I think we continue to do great content. We'll do great. So what does this have to do when it comes to DC? Well, I mean, again, Zaslav is looking at the numbers. What's going to happen on July 19th? <laughs> the digital release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay? You better believe he's going to be looking at those numbers. And I know that there's still, when it comes to the Snyder fandom and uh, even the DC fandom, everybody's still going like, what the fuck, Warner Brothers? Fuck Warner Brothers. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. You know, they're always, like, throwing shade. They're always saying all this kind of bullshit at them. But at the same time, you gotta you got to realize that Warner Brothers Discovery, they're cleaning up the mess from the previous regime. That's the thing. They're cleaning up that mess. They really are. And I, I keep on trying to get that message out there of like, hey, let's not blame Zaslav for what's happening right now because he is looking at it like, hey, Jesus Christ, I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to put out quality content and, you know, it's not going to it's it's not going to happen instantly. It's going to take a couple of few years, probably, before we get like things looking pretty good where maybe HBO Max could be above Netflix. Who knows if that's going to happen? Hey, you never know. It could happen. There could be something. I mean, Netflix, how many subscribers did they lose? You know, when it came to all the content they were putting out there that people were not liking and then a whole you know, changing the way they were doing stuff and password sharing and all that stuff. Netflix lost a lot of subscribers. Their stock went way down. But at the same time, Warner Brothers Discovery, their stock is still kind of trying to get up. So Zaslav is thinking, okay, we got to have quality content. We got to have something. And hopefully when it comes, hopefully soon, I mean, I don't know how soon, I'm, I'm hoping real soon that they find a DC head that could really just shape everything up is it going to be too late for certain things it might be like when it comes to the whole henry cavill black adam superman thing i mean we were trying to push that and you better believe that david zaslov saw that that's why i was like push it push it and i don't know how much it trended when dwayne johnson tweeted that whole superman tweet that happened on what saturday or whatever and i was telling everybody hey go tweet this go tweet this I don't know what the, the trending numbers was. Maybe somebody can um, tell me that. I don't know. But I'm just saying that he's paying attention to that. He's going to pay attention to the numbers when it comes to digital downloads of Zack Snyder's Justice League. He's going to be looking at that, too. 
I guarantee you, that's why I said, even if you own, if you own it, still throw money at it. If you have some money, I'm not saying, you know, if you're, you know, trying to, I mean, obviously the fucking economy is kind of shit right now. You know, gas is like, you know, $17, whatever the fuck it is right now. I mean, Jesus Christ, I get it. Like if you don't want to throw money at it, okay, that's fine. But if you have money to throw at that digital download, throw it at it. Let it be known that, hey, this is the kind of content that we want. So even if like Zach doesn't end up coming back, maybe Zaslov and whoever the DC head is goes, okay, people want something that's in the vein of this. And maybe we can salvage some of this right here. Maybe they can finally offer Cavill that contract that he wants. He doesn't want to just come back for a fucking cameo. No, he wants a movie. He wants movies. You know, yeah, he'll do the cameos, but he wants the movies. He wants to be Superman. He also wants to be James Bond, apparently, too, which, you know, that could happen. But I'm just saying. Cavill. You want to salvage some of this uh, Snyderverse stuff. I mean, we're trying desperately to salvage stuff. That's why, like, when people, like, shit on the Flash, I'm just kind of going, like, yeah, as much as, like, the shit that's happened with Ezra, which, again, more shit's going to come out, which is going to help salvage that, that movie is really holding on to some Snyderverse stuff. I just wish, when it came to Dwayne Johnson, if Dwayne Johnson, if he would have just put his hat in the ring and really supported the Snyderverse, if he really supported the Snyderverse, I know he tweeted it out once when I think we're responding to Ryan Reynolds or something like that, but if he really just pushed and, and tweet it out, release the Snyder Cut, and just kind of push for it, I'm telling you, that could have benefited. That could have benefited because there could have been something that worked out and whatever could have happened, and he could have over... Because, you know, let's face it, Toby and Hamada, all those guys, they and uh, Ann Sarnoff, they wanted, they wanted to... After the Snyder Cut came out, after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, they wanted to just, like, wipe it clean, and that's it. That's all we're doing. We're done, you know? But luckily, Andy Muschietti's trying to salvage a little bit. But Dwayne Johnson really could have just, really could have just, if he just, yeah, he wouldn't be in the position he is now. He could have had Cavill. He could have had Cavill and something could have got worked out as as uh, Black Adam was about to film, you know? Really could have done something, I think. I don't know. It's just like, ugh, it's frustrating. It's just frustrating. That's all. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but Zaslav, he's all about quality. All about quality right now. All right. Thor, Love and Thunder. All right, we talked about the uh, reviews yesterday, so what's the box office look like? Well, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine, even though the uh, reviews aren't quite there. I don't even know where it's at on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but um, but currently... Uh, it's going to have a uh, it's projected right now to have a hundred and fifty million dollar domestic and it's going to be like over three hundred million worldwide. I read, but uh, that's what it's kind of projecting right now. The ninth sequel and the spalling MCU is expected to bring anywhere from one hundred and forty five to one hundred and fifty five million over the weekend domestically, reaching as high as one hundred and seventy million, which, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it di- does get like almost that high. But uh that's pretty much uh, when it comes to uh, variety right here. They were talking about that. And then if you're talking about worldwide, guess what? $300 million plus. So the movie, no matter what, I mean, it's an MCU movie. It's Thor. 
Ragnarok did over a billion dollars. I don't know if this one's going to do a billion dollars overall, but it, it'll reach like a half a billion dollars in two weeks at least. But uh, the projections right now are showing that, yes, it's going to be, I would say it's probably going to reach probably about 160, maybe 170. It might even blow past that. Who knows? When I, I bought tickets late, the theater that I went to, we actually had to sit on the, you know, you, you have like uh, the seats up here. They were all sold out. All the seats up here were sold out. So we're going to be like in the back row of the ground floor. <laughs> I was like, shit, totally forgot to uh, to buy tickets. So, yeah, I, it was funny because I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to buy tickets. I was, you know, because uh, my brother and my nephew are going. And and I was like, oh, shit, we're going to be on the ground floor. Is that okay? So they were okay with that. But, yeah, so I don't know. If you guys have your tickets already, but yeah, that's what it's like. Oh, it didn't make a billion. I thought it made a billion. Am I wrong on that? Are you wrong on that? I thought it made a billion dollars. No? Hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Did it make a bill? I thought it made a billion dollars there, Jacob. Hold on. Or, or at least it came close. Am I wrong on that? Oh my God! Can't even type. Oh, eight fifty, huh? Yeah, I thought it did. Yeah, you're right. Eight hundred fifty-three. Okay, so it'll probably uh, come just shy of that. I don't know why I thought it made a billion dollars. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that was wrong. I stand corrected. What did Thor: Dark World make? The Dark World. Thor: The Dark World made six hundred forty-four point eight. And then the original Thor movie made 449.3. Okay. So each uh, sequel, it got a little higher at least. I don't know why I thought it made a billion dollars. I don't know. Just had it in my brain like that. But I, I suspect that Thor Love and Thunder probably will be around the same, maybe a little less. Maybe it'll be in the $700 million range. But I'm probably going to be wrong, but I guess we'll see when it comes to uh, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Thor Sunday. Thor's Day. So there you go. It's a joke factory, right? Yeah. 800 and, yeah. So now you're right. I was wrong. I, I don't know why I had it in my head, but, yeah, that's the case. So thank you for correcting me, Jacob. Finally, you know, you actually gave me some uh, good information at one guy. You're a numbers guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jacob, for being a numbers guy. I appreciate that. So, all right. So, yeah. So, I suspect it's going to probably almost come close to that. Will it exceed Ragnarok? I guess we'll see. But, curious to see what the audience score is going to be on Rotten Tomatoes because the critics are, critics are kind of mixed. We talked about it yesterday. If you didn't check it out, check out yesterday's show by going over uh, what the critics are saying. But, I think the audience score will probably be higher. Maybe. I don't know. I think it'll be higher. You know, you know how it is with these damn fucking movies. Clerks. All right. I haven't watched it yet. So uh, let's watch this. Uh, the trailer for Clerks right now. Let's see. you got it right here. All right. Let's uh, got that on. Cool. All right. Let me make sure that's not too loud because I know some people are like, hey, man, you know, it drowns out your voice. Okay. Let's uh let's check out the clerk trailer. You know, when it comes to uh Kevin Smith movies, I love Kevin Smith. Love his movies. Um I love the original Clerks movie. The first movie I watched from 
Kevin Smith was Mallrats. I that's still probably one of my favorite movies of his. I ho- I love the whole View Askew universe. He was doing a connected universe before Marvel was doing a universe. This was back in the nineties, and uh, yeah. So let's check this out. I'm expecting cameos. There they are. There they are. We're still playing hockey on the rooftop. Okay. That's how we did it in the 90s, son. Makes sense. Can't catch my breath, man. Really? Should I try mouth stuff? What is this, a Tinder date? Get off of me. Oh, shit. Mr. Dante! I need an ambulance at the quick stop. Save my life, man. Wish I had a life worth saving. What are you talking about? Sit around and watch the same movies over and over. I always thought you could have made a cool movie. You're right. I'm living on borrowed time. No more watching movies. I'm gonna make a movie! What's the movie gonna be about? It's about him. Working so he's gonna write a movie, better. okay. Everything in the script is something either me or someone I know said. I'm not even supposed to be here today. What the? There he is. Maybe Jay and Silent Bob could be characters. Jay and Silent Bob are like C-3PO and R2-D2. They've been here since the first movie, which was the last time they were cool. But they've been with the franchise so long, they still give them cameos and put them on the lunchboxes. Snoochie mooches, please tell me why. I believe in you. You put in that stuff you used to say about the Death Star contractors. Get sued by Disney. No way. Yeah, you don't want to talk about Disney stuff now. Take off your pants. Justin Long, of course. What the hell is this? I added a scene where you get shot. I'm not letting you kill me off in the third act. What if there's a sequel? A sequel? What am I, a hack? Uh. <laughs> That's a big joint. I think it needs more weed. Well, there you go. So and there you go. I'm so fat. True t-shirts. Yeah. I like it. I like it. You know, if you haven't been with the franchise or the whole universe since the beginning, yeah, it's probably not for you. But it's for me because I love that original Clerks movie because Kevin Smith made that. He, like, maxed out his credit cards. He borrowed money, and he made his little indie movie, Clerks, and he had to use, like, different methods to make it happen. It's shot in black and white because apparently it costs more to do color. That's why it's in black and white. I love it. And I like Clerks, too, also. So that's a movie, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Love me some Clerks. Man, there was even a Clerks cartoon at one point, you know, and those are great. But, you know, they didn't last too long, but I thought those were great. I had the DVD for the Clerks cartoons (laughs) at one point. Alec Baldwin played like a, uh, a voice of a character. He didn't shoot anybody, I swear. Anyways, too soon? Yeah, probably. Miss Marvel, all right. Episode, what, five? We're at episode five now, Miss Marvel. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, If you watched the last episode, there was like a little thing that happened when she was fighting um, those people that don't, that have been around forever, the villains of the the, uh, series. And, of course, she has, I always forget what it's called, but, you know, it's something kind of like, you know, this that she wears on her wrist. And she traveled back in time 
That's right. She traveled back in time because she's in Pakistan and then she traveled back in time. And that was the ending scene of, of episode four where she was like, what the fuck? Why am I at this train station? Where all these like, I guess you could say refugees or whatever that were trying to get out of where they're at. And she was like, what the hell? So then when it comes to this episode, I thought it was kind of cl clever what they did when it came to episode five, which, uh, you know, basically got more family history when it came to Kamala. Kamala's family history, because obviously they went to Pakistan. She's talking to her nani. I think she calls her a nani, right? And uh, we got to see nani's mom and, you know, mother and father, essentially. That's how the episode started, which, which I thought was pretty cool. It was like, oh, okay, we're getting some history right here. Um, and seeing, okay, we're getting, you know, obviously when you see the end of episode four, we go, okay, something's going to happen where uh, it's going to kind of intertwine. And, you know, it does. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the most exciting episode because it's very much giving you a very a big time backstory of the whole thing. But, you know, it was good. It was good. It wasn't the strongest episode, but it was good to get that backstory when it comes to this whole uh, series. And when it comes to, uh, you know, her trend, that's what I kind of like. That's what I really like about the series is the fact that it started off and it very much when we saw the trailer and everything, it's like, OK, this is a teenager who's going to end up getting powers. I don't know about this, but there's a lot of depth when it comes. They weren't fucking around when it comes to this series. They really weren't fucking around because it started off very much like that. Now you got. We got her just like out of her element and in a whole other country that she is just like, what am I doing? And she's got these powers and everything and she's learning how to use them. She's more comfortable with them now. Uh, I'm just kind of wondering, like, I mean, I guess they're going to do they're just building up to when she gets her like finalized costume or whatever. So, you know, still enjoying it. So I like it. Where 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 are the Kree? I know. I don't know if the Kree are, maybe they're going to show up. I wouldn't be surprised in the last episode of the Kree. There's some kind of post-credit or mid-credit thing because, I mean, she's going to be showing up in the uh, sequel to Captain Marvel, which, please, for the love of fuck, be better than the first movie. Ugh. <sighs> I still, I mean, I, I refuse to rewatch Captain Marvel. It was just so bad. Ugh. It's low tier. Low tier. Uh, MCU for sure but I'm hoping since I'm enjoying this series that maybe it'll help with the sequel the Marvels it's called the Marvels right or whatever the fuck I don't know but I'm really hoping that because I'm digging what they're doing with the show they're really taking their time like I said now she's out of her element we saw her inner element now she's out of her element and then there was a little time travel involved and I was like all right cool I like that so so I I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it, but, you know, it was just, you know, not like it didn't further. I mean, it furthered the story, but not as much as maybe some would hope. But, you know, I still enjoyed it. So there you go. There's my little quick review of Miss Marvel. Episode five. All righty. Let's get it on. All right. So I'm going to go to the Twitter questions. Meow. Let's see here. See what you guys have to say on Twitter. Let's make sure we're good. Nobody's saying, okay, we're good. Here we go. All right, Mr. Eric and Blake, uh, where others see disasters, Aslov sees opportunities. So in order to find a leader for DC films, he's got to find someone of the exact mindset 
looking at the mess and seeing the opportunity. Only question is, what opportunity would that leader see? Restoration or reboot? It's a good question. I don't know. Um, like everything's on the table right there. But it's like, do you do a soft reboot or you do a full-on reboot because you still have Momoa and Godot? What's going to be happening with that? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Again, you know, this, these, these guys are trying to clean up the mess that the previous regime did. They, they made the mess. They made that mess. Ugh. I say reboot is the easiest solution. Yeah. But the ballsy type sees opportunity in disaster, probably wouldn't uh, be interested in easy safe. Would they? Wishful thinking? Maybe. But just saying, it certainly makes sense. Yeah, we'll see. It's like, just bring back Cavill, revolve it around him, try that. Ryan, Top Gun Maverick is still making at least $4 million a day. What are the chances, what's the chances it will break the top 10 domestic? Should be uh, in the 11th by the weekend. Hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. I'm going to continue growing, I'm going to continue having my mustache for its entire theatrical run, at least. At least. Rosemary, Jesse's backdoor on vodka stream win. I don't think I want Jesse's backdoor on the vodka stream. Um, I don't feel like talking to an asshole. <laughs> Zing. Jesse's backdoor? Yeah, Jesse Allen's backdoor, no rose. You will be. Oh, yeah, look at that. See, they're talking about you. They're talking about you. <laughs> Tet, just in time. So what is this? 2019. Uh, I invited another friend. I hope. Doom. Yep. Oh, oh. That's that's pretty good at it. I like that. <laughs> oh man, what the fuck, man? They <laughs> got this too. Oh. Seriously. Not again, Dwayne. Not again. We get that. Yeah, not again. Not again. I like that. Good job. Good job. Was that Zed? It was Zed that did that, right? <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. It's a good way to uh, ask a question or at least show something. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kenny Crowley Jr. Okay, I haven't seen this uh, name before. Hey, Davey, as far as the future of DC Films and DC Entertainment, and will the DCU be rebooted? My thoughts. Holy crap. He's got a whole thing here. I think yes, no, 50-50. It will depend on what happens with Ezra's um, version of Flash, Barry Allen, if he will be recast. There's no Ed. You don't say casted or recasted. It's cast. Uh, by the way, Lucas Till would uh, make a great Flash. Barry Allen in DC Films, if that happens. Also, if there will be more cameos in the film. No spoilers for Superman and Lois Season 2 finale, but part of the Arrowverse uh, and set on its, was set on its own uh, Earth. Tyler was um, has, for me, been a far better Superman Clark in live action in recent years. Not going to say better than Henry, but he's played two different versions. Yeah, he's part of the Arrowverse, and he, and then now not so much. I like Henry Cavill as Superman, but it's Clark Kent has not been developed as much like the TV version of Superman Clark Kent in Superman and Lois on CW in the DC TV played uh, by Tyler Hoechlin, which is which 
he is, uh, yeah, which he is of the character over the last seven years on TV. He is more like Christopher Reeve's version from Donnerverse, Superman films, personality-wise, and Superman and Lois is a great TV series. Go watch it if you can. Also, Tom Welling, Clark Kent in Smallville was great. Um, I haven't. I've watched the first season of Super, uh, Superman and Lois, but I haven't watched uh, the second season yet, so I have to uh, catch up. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there needs to be more development when it comes to Henry, Henry Cavill's Clark. Definitely does. Cooper Knox. I'm a lover of very long movies, and I agree with James James Cameron uh, Cameron's stance on long movies. Film Twitter just needs to use the bathroom more often. I agree. Oh, yeah, intermissions, intermissions, uh, they can bring that. Let's all go to the lobby. Uh, Joe Bridges, if Zaslav greenlights any additions to Snyderverse, such as Justice League 2 or Batfleck movie, do you think they'll be for theatrical release or HBO Max? Um, well, I mean, to me, I'm just like, get the whole Batfleck movie out of your heads because it seems like Ben Affleck is only going to come back to not have a major role in anything. I think that's kind of out of the picture, even though I'm like sad that that does that, that that's the case because I would love to see his Batfleck movie. But um, I, I mean, you'd have to put it out in theaters. I mean, now that theaters are bad, you would have to put it out in theaters. There's no way if you were going to throw money at a Justice League sequel or anything, you would have to put it out in theaters. You would. You would. There's just no doubt in my mind that you would have that he would put it out in theaters. You can't. I'm sorry, but you can't. But all right, guys. So um, just to round up, um, just to round up everything right here. I mean, um, when it comes to Zaslav, when it comes like again, when it comes to uh, Ezra, look what happened. More stuff that came out. Police reports, filed police reports. More things. You know, the the thing that came out today that Flash Film News posted really helped out the conversation right there. That's why I kept saying, be patient. More stuff's going to come out just like that. More stuff to just kind of be like, hey, you know, not not saying that Ezra is completely innocent. Of course not. That's not the case at all. But there's a lot of shady shit that's happening. A lot of there's people involved. Look what happened again with that vintage devil girl that was uh, on Enosh's um, uh, stream. He interviewed her, been on other ones. Now, all of a sudden, things are flip-flopped. Again, if Saggy Melons is out there, she's been kind of just, like, blowing a hole in all that shit. She's been tweeting about it. She's been doing streams about it, so follow her. She's been more on top of it. I haven't been as on top of it when it comes to that whole situation. But, again, more stuff's going to come out. And then when it comes to just talking about what uh, Warner Brothers, media, uh, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery is going to do, I mean, Again, that's another patient thing. I know there's like people out there thinking there's going to be like this 100-day plan. And I'm like, I keep on seeing like people kind of reference that, the 100-day plan. I'm like, it's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a couple hundred days <laughs> for shit to actually get back to where it should be. Uh, again, don't listen to the people that think they know how all this shit works. That's what I always kind of tell you guys. You know, don't listen to these scoopers that are just like think they have their fucking their fingers on the pulse. They don't. They 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 need content for you to tune in. And, uh, you know, occasionally they'll get some things right. Sure. That's what happens. And, you know, I mean, obviously a broken clock is, you know, is right twice a day. Right. 
But uh, yeah, don't listen to that stuff. I mean, I've heard that and I'm just going to go and no, it's going to take a couple hundred days. It's going to go well into 2023 before this whole thing, before we actually realize what's going to be happening when it comes to D.C. And, you know, and when we get this D.C. head, that's when it's going to really be like, all right, what exactly is going to happen when it comes to all that? I, you know, and your guess is as good as mine on who and what that person's actually going to do when it comes to those type of movies. All we could do right now is, hey, support movies if you want to. Don't. That's perfectly fine. It's whatever. You know, whatever you want to do. Um, I know, like, some people out there, like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, Mr. Mutia right there wants to listen to uh, some of these scoopers. That's fine. If you want to do that, that's okay. I warn you when, you know, uh, when they're wrong, that's fine. You know, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to them, or you can listen to them, or you can listen to me. You have the option. That's what's great about this whole thing. You can listen to them, you listen to me. You know, if you want some false hopes, hey, go for it. You know, I kind of try to give the information as I'm hearing it and how how it is right now because it's all a complete mess. It's all a complete mess, but we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, if you're going to go see Thor Love and Thunder, hopefully enjoy it. I hope I can somewhat enjoy something. Maybe I'll come out surprised. You'll see my first reaction tomorrow. I'm seeing it at 6.10, my time, tomorrow. So expect uh, my first reaction to probably be uploaded by 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Probably like that. I still got to drive home, you know. So expect that. See what I have to say. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. And um, members, we're going to be doing, of course, a post-show stream right after this. So you can pick my brain a, a little bit more. And uh, maybe I'll get a little more candid with uh, with things. And, uh, yeah, that's all I can really say when it comes to all this. And um, Vodka Stream uh, got guests coming on. Guests coming on so that'll be fun so look forward to that no uh film junkie live tomorrow of course because short week it is thursday tomorrow so but i have some guests coming on tomorrow and that'll be our on the vodka stream on friday so that'll be a lot of fun all right guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave make sure you subscribe to the channel hit that notification bell if you uh haven't already so you know when i'm doing this stuff follow me on all the sock meds with all the links provided down below patreon everything right there you want to be a part of the members only stream become a member hit the join button do all that and uh, we'll talk a little bit after this but everybody else we'll see you guys on friday drinking hand all that stuff for the vodka stream and i appreciate you guys uh spending time with me today and yesterday i'll talk to you later mm-hmm.